What is happening at Asbury University? I confess that haven't traveled the 1,700 miles to Tennessee to investigate. However, I have been pleasantly surprised by the positive reports I have seen from mainstream media outlets. So, I asked myself why that was the case. The reasons for the positive reports are easy to understand. Who can the media attack? There is no fire and brimstone preacher wildly gesticulating on the platform. The worship music is relatively simple and quiet. Are they going to vilify and demean young people for praying, worshiping, and speaking from the crowd? This is a grassroots revival, apparently, with no personalities trying to take the spotlight. The leaders of Asbury University seem to have exercised wisdom in the midst of this event. It is possible that they have learned from the mistakes made by fallible humans of previous revivals. In the past, some men and women have risen up and ministered in strange, unbiblical ways. Greedy people have tried to make money by selling books and going on speaking tours advocating extra-biblical doctrines. Some want to build a ministry around themselves. At this time, the revival at Asbury looks to be free of all of that, but it does have critics. We should be careful how we judge what appear to be miraculous events from the Lord. I think about a time in Scripture when, after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the Jewish council sent officers to bring Peter and the apostles to stand before them. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us, Acts 5 27 28. 1. Peter's response made them so angry that the Jewish leaders wanted to kill them. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him, Acts 5 29-32. But a wise man named Gamaliel cautioned them. Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days Theudas rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about four hundred, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone, for if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail, but if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. Acts 5:35-39. We should consider Gamaliel's advice and exercise caution in judging miraculous events about which we have little knowledge. The Lord is at work, perhaps in ways we have neither experienced nor understand. Are they of God? If they aren't, they will fail. If they are, we will be found to be opposing God. That can't be a good idea. Lord, please continue to bring revival to the United States. Please forgive us for the multitude of our sins. Save this nation, Lord, by your mercy. When all scripture quotations are from the Holy Bible, English Standard Version, 2016. Crossway Books. Give courtesy being images.